welcome to Shades and Coffee, the almost weekly look good, feel good podcast presented by me, Vivian Braidwood. Today's guest is a successful model and entrepreneur. Her makeup range, Zahida Darkskin Makeup, was launched in 2017 and is a bold statement about the importance of inclusivity and diversity in response to her own personal experiences. Her goal is for wearers of her makeup to join her in this journey of self-discovery and self-love, to feel proud of who they are, proud of the skin they wear, to feel fearless, bold and beautiful internally and externally. It's a very personal story and one in which I feel honoured to share with the extraordinarily beautiful Zahida Ali. I left London in 2011 and after I went uh, to Dubai. So when did you end up returning home to your native Italy? What 2013. year? 2013. Wow. So you've been home seven years. How does it feel? Oh my God. I want to come back to London. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that answer. Oh my goodness. But I would have thought when you got back to Italy, I would have thought you'd be very happy. You've done London, you've done Dubai, you've done Morocco. What is it about London? Well, I miss the vibe, the stimulating vibe, which is meeting so many people with so many different backgrounds. I miss that. I miss meeting people with so many things to teach you. In Italy, is everything a little bit, you know, flat? I don't know why. Less diversity, you mean? Yeah. Of yes. people, of, you know, that sort of thing, thinking... Yeah, people is not like that, actually, at the moment. I don't know, maybe in a few years, maybe we'll change. I hope so. Yeah, I mean, London is known for its diversity and for being very multicultural. I have heard time and time again from people who are not from the UK, who come and you know stay, work, live in London for a period of time, that they love this. That is the jewel in the crown. I, I agree with you. And many places that I've traveled to, for instance, when I went to Italy, I fell in love with Italy. But that diversity wasn't there. And you're probably right. That must translate into how people think. If you're not surrounded by that diversity, your thinking will be affected. It will be narrower. But you probably won't realize that, will you? Yeah, no. In, in Italy, you do realize it's... Uh you are treated really different from London, actually. And that is the incredible thing about London. Gives a chance to everyone. That's really important, actually. Because it's a place always gives you the chance. If you were 20s, 30s, 40s, 60s. So that's really important. In terms of your makeup range, I've had the pleasure and the opportunity to actually try them out. So thank you very much for the samples that you sent me quite a few years ago now, maybe four years ago now. You know, the thing that jumped out at me was the name was really unusual. Zahida Dark Skin Makeup. Obviously, I know your name is Zahida, but the, the Dark Skin Makeup. And you had given birth to this in Italy as well, which I think is significant. It isn't as if you created it whilst in multicultural yes. London. Having travelled the globe and lived in so many countries, so you'd have soaked up so many influences, you'd have had so many 
experiences, particularly because you've worked as a model, you know, you've worked in that industry, you know, where beauty and appearance and fashion and all of that, did all of those influences, the good and the bad, the challenges, influence the name and the range? Yes, because uh, even when I was in London, in Dubai, and in all the other places, I never found a right makeup for my skin which I find was a lot of products for white skin, but nothing for dark. But that was not a nice thing. Every kind of skin, Indian, Black American, Deep African, or whatever, they needed to be represented from a makeup brand, which now you can see in the, in the um, ultimately, came out Fendi or whatever. So that it's good. And I think it's right, you know, inclusivity. My skin is dark and you're quite right. For the majority of my life, when I did frequent a makeup place to try to find something for my skin tone or when I went with my mum, it just wasn't there. And whatever they would give us to test, we'd look like clowns, <laughs> white face clowns. <Yeah. laughs> it, was, it, was, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous, yeah. So now that you're actually in the position of making that range, I love the fact that you've also emphasised on dark skin. I mean, you say Grace Jones, amongst others, is the type of woman who inspired you to create your vision and makes you really proud to be black. I mean, I, I, I love that because she is significant, not only for her music, her powerful voice, her visual artistry, but also for her fearlessness and outrageous personality yeah. and limitless lifestyle. I mean, she's insane. And she's, yeah. a, <laughs> she's I insane. love her. I love her. <laughs> so like a crazy woman in that time, you know what I mean? But uh, since when I was little, I was looking at her, I was saying, oh my God, she's a gorgeous woman, proud of herself, black, really black. And I did really love that because she was... You know, in that, that period, they didn't really give to our skin a really important job, you know? Yes. Even uh, Naomi, you see Naomi in that time, uh, Grace Johnson in this time, that they were people so amazing, you know? They came out like out of the moon, you know what I mean? Do, do you feel you have somehow encapsulated that boldness fierceness you know that visual artistry in your range yeah i think so we try to do so because uh, being like that will be uh, some amazing stuff you know what i mean but i try my best uh i did pick the best quality for my makeup because i want the people to wear something i would like to wear well, the boldness is there, the colours, the range, really popping colours. And the visual artistry, I think it's great that you're actually using your own image as well as other models because it's stunning. I think you represent better than any other model you've used. I think you represent that range. I've always seen you as fierce in a really lovely way. You know, not, not scary, spiced fierce, but anybody you know listening to this podcast, please do go um, onto Zahida's site and you'll see some images and um, I'll challenge you to see if you can spot which model is Zahid. I think it's really easy to spot, you know. <laughs> crazy, yeah. beautiful, mad hair, flawless skin, and all your features are just so kind of bold and inviting and bright. And, and then the colours, 
you know, when you then put the colours of the makeup range on there, it's like pow. It's great. Yeah, I did try to do to make the really vibrant colours, you know what I mean? I want the people to shine, to not be uh, scared about their own skin. You need to be proud of it. Yes, well, this is part of what my feedback to you was when, when I tested the range some four years ago, that my, my makeup artists were all white. <laughs> so I had to let you know that, number, number one. And our client base was very diverse. I mean, we're in Soho, very diverse, every kind of skin tone imaginable, you know, Asian skins, Oriental skins, white skins, black skins, Arabic skins, all sorts. And we found that people love the range. So hence my initial question, I said, why did you call it dark skin makeup? Because it really is fully inclusive, you know, which I do like. But I realized that it was a nod to the fact that you're saying it's so inclusive it includes colours that really you can't find anywhere else or where they, it wasn't celebrated as much in other ranges, yeah? Exactly. Yeah. Well, diversity and inclusivity is something that many people think is a recent movement. You hear it all the time. A lot of yeah. brands are jumping on the, on the bandwagon. Now, the nod to Grace Jones is great. As many people won't know that she's been breaking down barriers for the past half century. Successful model, as you said, in the early 1970s, her androgynous style was subverting notions of race and gender that people had back then. She was a very dark-skinned black woman. Is this brand part of that fight to promote diversity oh. and inclusivity? And, and, you're, and that's why you're sort of shouting about it even in the name. Yeah, exactly. I want to be part of it each of us be the same white skin, black skin, one race. We would like that. We would like not have differences between each other. And we would like to not let anyone feel let down. So I love the fact that people are thinking about that and you're seeing that more in imagery and in product lines. And that's great because, as you said, it must feel you must feel let down if you can't buy what you want to buy because you're a different height, shape, sex, colour, whatever, you know? Yeah, exactly. It just really uh, makes you hungry, you know what I mean? Because you buy some product, even when I was in London, I was going to Harrods to sell produce or whatever. I used to buy really expensive stuff, really expensive cosmetic lines and while you was in there they were doing your makeup or whatever you were feeling incredible you came out i was like green you know what i mean every time was like that and these it's not nice actually you know yeah yeah so what are your top tips for looking and feeling good given that you've been in pretty much all those industries, you know, you were model, makeup, into the top fashion, and you lived all over the world. So, yeah, what are, what are your top tips for looking and feeling your best? A lot of exercise, at least three times a week. You can do walking, you can do running, you can do cycling, you can do whatever. You just need to take at least one hour for yourself, for yoga, whatever, whatever you wish, whatever you like. And drinks a lot of water because it's really good for the body and everything. And I do a lot of masks for my skin, a mm -hmm. lot. And uh, drink a lot of coffee as well. 
I like coffee. Jesus, I can't start my life without coffee. I take like ginger, a big size of ginger and lime, a lot of lemons. You juice it. Lately, I do quite often. Like, is a lot of things you can eat uh, like without cooking them. You know, juice it mm-hmm. and have a lot of property. They just detox you. It's really important. And you will see improvement right away. You will see your skin change. You will see yourself changing as well. Wow. So your skin, your vitality, your energy levels. Exactly. And what about fashion tips? When you feel a little bit down, I always suggest to put something really bright on you so you will feel the difference. You will start your day in a, in a different mood. Or you, you can wear all the time the black, you know. With the black, whatever you wear is always right. Plus, I do really like the style of Grace Jones, whatever, in the 70s. Mm-hmm. I do like that style. Right? She had a very androgynous style. You mean the boy-girl? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Fusion, that kind of style. Yes, I do like that. To be inspired by Grace Jones is something I don't think I've ever heard <laughs> anybody say <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've got to confess, when I was younger, she was a little bit scary. No, why? To me, she was a little bit scary, but you do take in all the influences around you. You reflect or you regurgitate what's been put into your mind, into your brain. Does that make sense? Growing up, I have never heard anyone say, oh, she's gorgeous. I, I just had never heard it. So it's great now that people are kind of, you know, celebrating that. That makes me happy to hear. We never had that discussion. I don't know whether you had those discussions when you were younger with people. But if you ask me now, looking back, there were other actresses or models like Bridget Nielsen, same shape and build, but I never thought she was scary. So I have to ask myself, why did my mind think Grace Jones is scary? But So I think a lot of it is the subliminal subconscious programming you get. Exactly, exactly. Which yeah. they give you like uh, black and white. Uh, black is not right and white is right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's part of my own story because I was never that comfortable with my skin being so dark, being, you know, often being the only dark, <laughs> the only black in the village. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So, it was, it was uh, the same for me. Yeah, they used to call me Black Viper, you know what I mean? Because I was the only black person in the village. So that was annoying. One things I need to add, the place where I really felt happy about my skin was London. I felt free the first time in London, free to be myself, to not be someone else. Uh, London is magical, actually. I can understand that. I'm not from London and I came to London and I hear the story a lot. You know, for instance, there's one chap I worked with who came from the same town as I did, but we didn't know each other then. And he was gay and he came to London because he didn't feel at that time that he could come out where he lived and have a happy life. And he came to London and you hear that story a lot when people come to London to try and find that freedom to, to live a more authentic lifestyle. Similarly, not having grown up in an area where there were many uh, non-whites, very, not very diverse area. I was drawn to London, you know, it's like, oh my God. And like you said, it probably wasn't until I came to London that I began to love my 
skin more and find my find a path towards being my more authentic self and it pains me to say it but it's the truth and I'm sure lots of people you know may admit that to themselves I wasn't myself for a long time I didn't know who I was I was just trying to find my way and experiment with this and experiment with that and see what felt good and what felt authentic and what didn't and you're also responding to how people treat you and exactly when you say London is magical that diversity because it makes a difference. You see people from all over the world and you see people who look like you. So you're reflected in that oneness. You know what I mean? You don't feel like an outsider, like an imposter. You feel accepted, which is really a really important thing. When you feel accepted, you don't uh, see the people looking at you in a weird way. That's amazing because you feel at home. Where I feel at home is London. It's not Italy, actually. Your friends and family are mainly Italians and in Italy. So what part do they play in your pathway to success? Or what challenges do they represent? Well, the family really believes in me. That's good. But uh, um, most of my friends, they are from outside, especially from London, actually. Oh, wow. Because Italy is, I don't know, they have a weird thinking. They are not so, I don't know why, should be the opposite. But uh, outside, they are more open-minded. In Italy, they are not. I have only two Italian friends, which they are my real friend. But outside, I have only, in London, the, the best of my friends. Wow. And, and I didn't grow up in London, so that's, so that's weird. But uh, my mind connected mostly with the people from outside Italy. Real friendship only outside. I don't know why. I can understand it. I mean, people listening might think, what is she, you know, don't don't get that. But I can understand that. My connections came, a lot of the deepest connections came once I'd landed in London. A lot of my friends, so a lot of my friends, when they talk about having these friends from their primary school and secondary school and so on and so on, it's a little bit alien to me because growing up, I was that outsider. I looked completely different to everybody else. In the beginning, I sounded different because I, you know, I was an immigrant. Yes. So when I came to London, it's not just seeing yourself reflected in that oneness, you know, in the population. You know, I look around and I see lots of, you know, dark skinned people. But it was also seeing lots of other types of people that I'd never seen before. I hadn't seen Arabs. I didn't see, you know, apart from the Chinese takeaway shop. There wasn't a population of like Chinese people where I grew up and so on and so on and so on. And, you know, you didn't have very many foreign speaking whites either. So you come to London and you just see everything and I love it. And so I'm not surprised when you say your deepest connections, because my deepest connections have come since being in London. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too, because from the diversity, you learn a lot. From diversity, you open your mind. From diversity, you evolve. Sorry for my English, you know, because it's a long time and I'm not living anymore in London. So, you know, you lose a bit of English and sometimes it's really difficult to express yourself. Oh, no, I understand. You know, the shades and coffee, the conversation, we want listeners to know that we are an inclusive conversation which means that we do speak to people where English is not their first language and I just feel honored (laughs) that 
you would give your time, that these people would give their time, that they would share their stories and they would put themselves in a slightly vulnerable situation because I'm a chatterbox and I know how I feel if I can't express fully because the words fail me or the language fails me. So my hat off to you and to every guest that we've had who's conversing, you know, in a language that's not their first, sometimes not even their second, third or fourth. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know what I mean? I have a lot of respect for that. So thank you. Thank you for sharing. How can people find out more about your services? They can buy straight from the website. Yes. ZaidaDarskinMakeup.com or uh, you can find us on Instagram. It's a great success story and I hope that your business goes from strength to strength. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you. You've been listening to me, Vivian Braidwood. Ask me any lifestyle related question or let me know which topic you'd like me to cover during our essential coffee break. Tag me and use the hashtag Shades and Coffee with Vivian on Twitter or Instagram. If you like this podcast, hit subscribe and please rate us. Shades and Coffee. Look good, feel good. Mm-hmm.